0: The Paunch Stevenson Show, PaunchStevenson.com, episode 105, Wednesday, June 11th, 2008. Okay, so this is the Paunch Stevenson Show. PaunchStevenson.com. I am Rob, you are Greg. Yeah. Um. Apparently Hulk Hogan... Uh, Is teaming up with his former uh, wrestling uh, collaborator there, Eric Bischoff. Yeah. And Jason Hervey of the Wonder Years. Who was he? He was the brother Wayne. Oh, yeah. And he's making a show that's going to be on country music television of all places called Hulk Hogan's Celebrity Wrestling. Apparently, it's like a fake version of, of professional wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, uh, another one of these celebrity, you know, uh, challenge shows, and they're going to have celebrities trained to become professional wrestlers. I, d- I don't understand but how wait. how can they make something fake that's already fake. Well, I guess they're going to judge how fake that they can be. <laughs> I don't. Know. Wait, he's already hosting American Gladiators. Oh, that show's terrible. It came back, awful. But that uh, that'll be interesting. It'd be oh, you know, it'd be really funny if one of the celebrities was uh, the macho man Randy Savage, and he kicked Hulk Hogan's butt. Ooh yeah, macho. Yeah, Hogan. Yeah, I'm gonna rip your arms off. Yeah. What you gonna do, brother, when Hulkamania runs wild oh, am I on you? man's gonna snap those six strands of hair you still have off your head, Hogan. Yeah. Now, is it going to be the good, blonde-haired, blonde-mustached, <laughs> yellow-shirt-wearing Hulk Hogan, or the evil? Black hair, black beard, black shirt wearing. <laughs> Sunglasses. No, I, I I think it's gonna be the the um the in in the middle uh what was that horrendous show that he was on? Oh, Hogan Knows Best. <laughs> no, he was not on <laughs> Hogan's That's his real reality show. The nanny. Oh, uh that, that Thunder what the heck was that oh, called? Tropic No. Oh, not Tropic Thunder. No, that's not true. Thunder in Paradise or something like that? Yeah, something like that. That was awful. (laughs) Where he was, it was kind of in between. He wore the blonde hair, the blonde mustache, no beard, but he had a black, um, you know, bandana on his head. Yeah. Well, because he's going bald. Well. Well, he's been going bald for about 30 years. (laughs) (laughs) Forever. Um, yeah, so there's that. I'm interested to see with the celeb, I mean, who, who can he get as celebrities in there? It'd be interesting to see. You get Dustin Diamond, Jaleel no, White. No, I don't, I don't care about the wrestling aspect. I want to see them do like cutting the promo aspect with the microphone. <laughs> how bad they are. You, have, like, you better little- say your prayers, uh, eat your vitamins, and do your exercise, brothers, or else my 24 inch pythons will go wild on you. I think Sean Connery would be the most convincing. Wow. Really? That's right. You think you're going to get this match from me for the belt? I'll take the belt and shove it straight up your nose and pull it out the other side. What about Louis Anderson? Oh, God. You You know how in the WWF they always had the really giant fat guys? Yeah. Like the tugboat or the earthquake. He could be like one of them. Yeah, that's true. I'm the Pudding Man. The <laughs> Pudding Man. <coughs> yeah, yeah, and then they gotta be... come up. They gotta come up with that gimmick name too. He could be the the. Uh, it could be him and Bill Cosby as tag team. <laughs> the Jello Pudding and the oh, Pudding Man. Yeah, the Jello Man, Jello Gelatin. I'm the Jiggler Theo. <laughs> Bill Maher could be the nose. <laughs> No. No. (laughs) I know everything. No. No, no. You shut up over there. You shut up. (laughs) Throw a chair at his head or something. Yeah, so that'd be funny when that comes out. Actually, Stan Lee could be doing it, too. That's right, web-slinger. It's me. I'm going to have my wrestling team of superheroes. They're gonna come in and save my bacon because I can't wrestle anybody. I'm 70,000 years old. He could be a manager. <laughs> hey. Who, who would Dr. Phil be? <laughs> He'd be Dr. Phil. That's his gimmick. <laughs> the doctor. Yeah. The doctor's in. He could be like a, he would be a really obnoxious, uh, like a heel. You know, like Rick the Model Martel, or (laughs) Ravishing Rick Rude, or could you imagine him in one of those genius, uh, one of those body suits they used to wear, (laughs) and the boots? Do you remember the guy back in the eighties that not he was like kind of like Richard Simmons, but he wore that ridiculous (laughs) that like body like that like body stocking, and the and it was all. Remember, it was all painted of, like, the inner part of the body. Oh, yeah, yeah, remember yeah. Remember that guy? Yeah, well, he was on PBS, right? Ah, oh, yeah, he was an idiotic He had an educational show where he would teach people about the body. Yeah. Yeah, he did look like Richard Simmons, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember who that was. Well, whoever's listening, if you know the name of that no, guy, go to com and post a comment. Welcome to the Ponch Stevenson Show. Um, also, a couple of uh, uh, viral videos around there of Gary Busey. Oh, no. Apparently, he was doing an interview with one of these, like, you know, interview shows, entertainment shows. And he just, like, snapped and kept cursing at the woman and what? walking away and coming back. and Why? Who knows? It's nuts. Uh, hey, Gary Busey, uh, you know, uh, you're in this new movie. You got a new movie coming out. Like, and then all of a sudden he just stops her. He's like, no. No, that's not how you say it, damn it. That's not what's going to happen. You're coming here to talk about this movie. I'm not going to talk about the movie. I'm not talking about it. Don't bring it up. Talk about something else. And he late leaves and he comes back. She's like, What the heck? And she's like, Okay, uh, she's asking about something else, not the movie. And then he starts screaming again. He's like, What is this? Why aren't you talking about my movie? He's <laughs> <laughs> <What? laughs> like going nuts. <laughs> Wait, do you remember he had that TV show on Comedy Central where every episode he would take this guy <laughs> into the desert yeah. and beat him? <laughs> yeah. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> It, well, Ted Nugent had a similar show. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. But I mean, it was another he one would, of those like, like Gary things, Busey but... would tie the guy up to a yeah. cactus and yeah, I shoot know. arrows at him and stuff, <laughs> <laughs> and kick him in the stomach. <laughs> I know, like the Ted Nug- th- the Ted Nugent show was you know it was one thing, but he wasn't like like <laughs> abusing the people. Gary Busey th- was like abusing these people. How could there be a show of that? Oh, wait, what was it? It was like Gary Busey survivalist or... <laughs> it was Life with Busey or something like that. No, I think that was something else. Man, where is it here? Where is it? I'm with Busey. I'm with Busey, that's right. Yeah, that's what it was called. Well, what happened was uh, it, yeah, this is what it was about. It was this this guy, this young writer, Adam De La Pena, uh, his... Childhood idol, for some reason, was was Gary Busey. And they would wander around the area around Gary's house in Malibu and Hollywood. And, yeah, he would just beat him up. I I just remember a bunch of episodes. They went to the desert. Okay. uh, Oh, my God. Activities include Gary dressing as a woman. (laughs) In order to teach Adam about the feminine side of men. In which abuse, he said, all men are feral women at birth. What? <laughs> then he uh, told him how to survive in the desert by taking him on a journey to meet the magic Indian. <laughs> in which uh, Gary destroyed Adam's camping equipment. <laughs> and forced him to spend the night in front of an open, op- uh, night in the open in front of a campfire. Uh, Adam, who is afraid of driving and doesn't drive, Gary Busey forces him to, in, to get in the middle of a, uh, a demolition derby. They constructed remote controlled robots and fought each other with them. <laughs> Gary Busey built a robot? <laughs> uh, a robot? Then there were, then apparently they pitched an idea to a publishing agent for a, a book that was called The Roadkill Cookbook. Uh, Gary, uh, was sniffing a man in an airport restaurant in order to determine whether or not he's an alien replicant. Can you imagine being at an airport restaurant and Gary Busey comes up sniffing you? No. <laughs> uh, Gary cooked a dead badger found by the side of the road on a grill. He scavenged from a garbage dump. Oh. And you on. know what we say about badgers? 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 We don't need no stinking badgers! Badgers! Oh, I, heard- I found a cool website. It's brandedinthe80s.com It's this guy named Sean uh, He scans in old TV guides and old stickers and toys and things like that from the 1980s and describes them and writes blog entries about them and some of this stuff is kind of cool oh, The Back to the Future 2 cards I have some of these yeah, yeah, Back to the Future 2 uh, yeah. trading cards and stickers. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, looking at old TV guides is always cool. He uh, he scans in the ads, too. Oh, boy. And there's some ridiculous <laughs> ads. There's one, there was one for, well, let me scroll down here. This was from the 1980 Fall Preview mm. issue, TV Guide. And there's an advertisement in here, and it says coffee, cola, or Vivrin, and it's for these pills that it's like, uh, if coffee or soda isn't enough to wake you up and give you, uh, <laughs> you know, give you that that boost, uh, you should take these pills called uh, Vivrin. It says uh, amphetamines. Says. <laughs> One tablet of Vivrin contains the amount of caffeine of two cups of coffee or six cups of Coca-Cola. Oh, my God. Drinking six cups of Coca-Cola in a row. (laughs) That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. What was wrong with people in (laughs) 1980? You always see crazy things at the TV Guide. One of these here, apparently, they were, I don't even remember this show. There was a show called Mr. Merlin. <laughs> Ridiculous looking. Laser Blazers, 3D holographic stickers. I remember those. Yeah, those are Even I have one of Mr. T. So in Merlin. the 1977 September. A uh, fall preview issue. They they preview all the upcoming TV shows for the new season. They try to get people excited about them. Yeah. There was one called, one show called The Man from Atlantis. <laughs> starring Patrick Duffy as a merman. Ah! Uh, ooh, they got Al... Ew, he's got the... Remember the puffy stickers? It's got Alf puffy stickers. Oh! Yep. <laughs> ooh, Alf! Ugh, I didn't get any piece of Yuri. E- uh, merchandising uh, I let you stay in my house, you loafer. Leave uh, 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 Yeah, there's a I'll say Alf cartoon. A uh, an advertisement it says Network Television premiere, 7 PM CBS Foul Play starring Chevy Chase and Goldie Hawn. Uh, oh I love that movie. <laughs> really? <Ooh. laughs> Wait, it says with Charles Grodin. That's, it's great. It says, all that stands between them and love is a dwarf, a killer, an assassination, and a pet snake. Oh, wait a minute. That, no, that's not foul play. That's I'm what it says. Of. No, I'm thinking of something else. It says, starring Goldie Hawn, Chevy Chase, Burgess Meredith, and Dudley yeah. Moore. No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I've ever seen that. I'm, there's another one with Chevy Chase. Uh, Goldie Hawn and Charles Grodin. It's very funny. Then there's an advertisement for the, maybe for this thing called Second Skin. Yeah. And you got to see the picture of this. It's this guy. He, it looks like he wrapped a plastic garbage bag around himself. Wait, what? what, what this is nineteen the seventy-seven, one? No, this is um, this is if you go down, this is the nineteen eighty. It's right below the Back to the Future 2. Oh, next see to the f- Foul Play? Yeah, it's the one at the end on the right. Okay. It's called Second Skin. And the oh, guy looks like he's wearing a garbage They still have bag. these stupid things. And it's supposed to be that the person puts this ridiculous looking thing on, like this whole body suit. And then you exercise for like half hour or whatever. Yeah. And then you're supposed to sweat out all the fat. Yeah, that's <laughs> so stupid. They still, they still sell these things. It's a scam. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, is this where you found that picture of Ted Danson? Yeah. Once so wait, upon a spy, one. Captain. Cur- oh, Star Wars cookies. Pepperidge Farms. I'm more interested in the products. Beetlejuice cards. <laughs> I know he has a lot of Garbage Pail kids, too. He scans in the whole set. Cindy Lauper had a trading card set. Evidently. Oh, God. (laughs) Rambo cards. I think I have some of these. But, yeah, in this same issue, the 1980 uh, Fall Preview issue, there's an advertisement that says, Attention, James Bond fans. This is your kind of movie. Yes. Once Upon a Spy. <coughs> yes. Starring Ted Danson. Ted Danson. Ripping it off James Bond style. <laughs> Christopher Lee. Mm, Christopher Lee. Yes. Eleanor Parker. Now, Christopher Lee, of course, was in James Bond. And Star Wars. Yes, he was... Uh, <sighs> Star Wars. He was... Uh, he was. Uh, no, he was in the prequels. The prequels of Star Wars. He nah. was in uh, The Man with the Golden Gun. He was Scaramanga. And Mary with, um, Louise Weller. Her vilaché. <laughs> the plane, the plane. <laughs> Boss, the plane. Yeah. Stupid. Hated anyway, it. in this picture, it looks like Ted Danson is wearing some sort of outer space jumpsuit. Mm. It's not even a picture. It's a drawing of Ted dancing <laughs> in this, like, Star Trek jumpsuit with cowboy boots and this weird blank expression on his face. <laughs> Once Upon a Spy. It's the ABC Friday Night Movie, world television premiere. Oh, there's clips on YouTube. Yeah, I'm looking at this clip. This movie must have cost a ton of money. Why? The set is, like, insane. <laughs> yeah, there's actually a, a lot of uh, clips on YouTube. Oh, my God. That was some of the worst effects I've ever seen. Wait, this was a made-for-TV movie? Yeah. Christopher Lee, kept tell- in this clip, he keeps telling everyone to switch on their canaries. What? Ted Danson and Christopher Lee were in a made-for-TV movie? Mm. In 1980, why'd they do that? Well, because back then, you know, there was uh, the made for TV movies could be pretty popular. Yeah, that's true. But the the musical score that's playing in the background is like a direct James Bond ripoff. <laughs> you know, of the like, a <laughs> it's like a complete rip-off of that. Yeah. Wow. So, there's some advertisements here for Sears. Mm. A beta scan player. Oh, boy. Video cassette recorder, you know, beta. Yeah. $800. <laughs> Sony. Well, that's what their stuff costs now, the Blu ray. <laughs> yeah, I know. They'd never learn. Uh- <laughs> well, now I'm looking at Garbage Pail Kids. Uh, Did I show you this picture of Larry David? No. From 1980. On this site? Yeah, I'm still in the TV guide. What the heck was he in? He was... It's for this TV show called... It was sort of like a Saturday Night Live type of show, except instead of on Saturday (laughs) night, it was on Friday night. Oh, yeah, Fridays. Yeah, it's it's called Fridays. Got into a fight with the producer and Michael Richards... Yeah, Michael Richards and Larry David, and he has this gigantic afro. Ah, yes, I think I've seen that picture. And the glasses. Robocop cards. So this is a cool sight. Yeah, the shirt tails. Oh, I hated them. Why did you hate that show? It was so nice. <laughs> nice exactly. and tranquil. Exactly. Oh, shut up. I loved these laser blazer stickers. They were awesome. <laughs> the 3D what stickers. Is oh, what, the? what is this? Uh-oh. <laughs> Puffy stickers from a show called Riptide.
1: Oh, Do you remember Riptide?
0: Was awful. No. You don't? Ah, oh, It, it had that robot. Horrendous. No, I don't remember that. I think it was on USA. I'm surprised you don't remember that. Ooh. Ooh. Puffy stickers that are like sports flicks. They change. as the go-bots. Oh, yeah. The magic motion. The only bad thing about this site is... For some reason, his blog software, if you get to the bottom of the page, you can't go to the next page. Yeah, I know. That's that's a bad theme. He needs to put that into his theme. Mm. Otherwise, it's a cool site. I like looking yeah, through him, all this stuff. You get him on the show. I'll email him. Maybe he'll actually write back. Unlikely. <laughs> A couple of years ago, I don't know, two, three years ago, whatever, and this has happened several times. Different companies, whether it's Hasbro or Takara in Japan, have either re released the Generation 1 Transformers toys, or they released the characters like in an updated toy or something like that. You know, they've done it a bunch over the years. Um, but yeah, so they started a couple of years ago, they We're doing these Transformers Classics toys, and this year they've made them a little bit more sophisticated. Where it's like the original character, but they're you know they they they're using like if it's like if a guy was a car, they're using a um, you know like a a newer car. Remember Sunstreaker and Sideswipe were both Lamborghini Countach's in the vehicle mode back in the '80s. Well, I guess they. Either they do not want to do, I mean, who, you know, what kid, or who wants to buy a, a you know, a transformer of a 30-year-old car? Stupid. So they're using a, a newer Lamborghini, and when he transforms into the robot, like, his head and everything actually looks a lot like the original guy looked. So it's, it's not like the original Ironhide and Ratchet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no <where> they transformed <laughs> into a mess? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not that bad, no. I remember, as maybe seven years old, eight years old, looking at those fold-out Transformers checklists that came with the toys. Yes. And I remember looking at all the Transformers, oh, I want that one, look at, that one looks cool, wow, look at that one, and then, Mm. wait a minute, what is that one supposed to be? (laughs) I don't, and I remember just staring at that. Very disappointing. Staring at that checklist, and trying to make out what, Ironhide and Ratchet were supposed to be. Yeah, and I could never figure it out. They were just this mess, right, in the robot mode. And then they had like this, this weird, <laughs> this little black square that you stuck in the windshield, with this really weird, I know, like <laughs> old-fashioned-looking the- face on. It, <laughs> it <laughs> like, was like drawing. paper. Yeah, it was like a drawing. It was like a cartoon drawing of an old, like, 1700s face, like, guy's face with a beard. (laughs) I know! (laughs) It was so confusing to me. The windshield was supposed to be their chest! I know. But why would there, Like, okay, regardless, maybe for some reason the face was in the windshield. Fine. I don't care. Mm. But why did they draw the face like that? Ah, who knows. (laughs) It looked like some old... Like some old British guy from the 1800s with a cane, you know, like a top hat. Yeah. They drew it like that. It's a robot. I never understood why they couldn't make it more realistic looking. Uh, They did it with every other guy. I know. Why were those two so bad? (laughs) I don't know. And they never fixed it. They never updated it. No. Well, they killed the characters. Well, that's probably why. In the movie. But, yeah, so they've been doing this, this Transformers universe for a while. The classics. Um, I think they, you know, one of the Starscreams they did was pretty pretty accurate. Um, but now, for, you know, because this is the 25th anniversary of the Generation 1 toy okay. <laughs> coming up. Okay. Um, so they, uh, you know, part of them that they're releasing is this uh, Optimus Prime 25th anniversary. It's It's the same exact toy from you know, 1984. And it's is it the come- red Optimus Prime or the yes. white Optimus Prime? No, red. Red. And it comes with a DVD, I think, of more than meets the eye. I don't know why they can't release the full DVD. Um Then again, Sideswipe is a red, uh, a newer Lamborghini. Oh, it's try- more than meets the eye. The original, the show, the first episode or first miniseries. Uh... But when he transforms, he looks a lot like the sideswipe did back then. But Ironhide, uh, it looks like they're using some kind. They they made him as a, like a big red, kind of like SUV looking thing. Yeah, you know, one of like a giant Lincoln Navigator. But uh, his uh, robot mode looks almost like you know with like the old Ironhide It even has the same exact head. Finally. And the robots are, you know, they're sophisticated looking. It looks like they can move around and all. and So it know. took 25 years for toy makers <sighs> to figure out how to make that robot look like a robot. <laughs> yeah. but And so I've seen some of these other ones, too. But if you go on the site, it's www.hasbro.com backslash transformers backslash universe or... You could do transformers.com backslash universe. There's a video. Well, it was not backslash, slash. Whatever. Slash, backslash, bleh. If it doesn't work, use the other stupid slash. It's just a slash. Yes, okay, fine. So, there's a video on there. It's titled, They Were Always Real to Me. And it's a, like, a minute, 20 second computer animated clip of the battle between Megatron and Optimus Prime and Transformers the movie using the, the old audio. Really? It's just that they're not fighting where they were fighting. I don't know. They're, like, fighting in some, like, factory or something like that, but... All right, wait, what's the site again? It's pretty cool. It's com slash universe. Dot com slash... And the start of it... The... St- Start of it is wait. It's not is, coming up. What? Transformers dot com yes slash universe yes dot html. What? No. Yes, yeah, says this page cannot be found. All right, then it's it's I like to say it's Hasbro dot com uh huh slash Transformers slash universe. And the beginning of it is actually, you know, a, a, like a 15-second start, which is the actual cartoon from the movie. You know, when one shall stand, one shall fall, and then it's Megatron and Prime beating each other up in, in some kind of, like, CGI. Although, I don't know if this is CGI or if it's animated. Uh, This is computer graphics. All right. It's pretty cool. Who made this? I don't know, I guess them. Huh. It's official so could, or whatever. Why couldn't they make the movie like this? Uh, this is this is why I'm making, bringing this up. This is what the movie should have looked like last summer. Exactly! There's no reason why it couldn't. Come on. Exactly! Michael Bay, you hate him. But yeah, I again... But Even those toys show that you can... Have a a vehicle transform into a robot, and he doesn't look like some kind of ridiculous-looking thing. But he's an idiot. Well, for Transformers 2, that supposedly is coming out in 2009, look, if Michael Bay makes the Transformers look like this, or the countless other... Homemade computer animated versions Joe that we've seen. Joe Public does a better job than him. <laughs> you know, if he decides to go with that design, he's then not he's do that. then he's awesome, right? Then he's oh, a yeah. cool guy. He's uh, redeemed. Yeah, yeah, he'll redeem himself. He doesn't care. Uh, he does not care. Can you imagine being at an airport restaurant and Gary Busey comes up sniffing you?